previously on Getting Dicey. Let me handle this. I'm not wasting time knocking. I want to find, get this over with. As you push open the door, there's just a scream from inside. What do you want? (laughs) Ah, What do you want? Gil, all yours. (laughs) We had heard that the young master might know something. His bottom lips shaking away. Let me handle this. Tell the boy I'll give him my dagger if he speaks. <sighs> oh. <sighs> I'm going to tap my knee and just beckon to the boy to come over. He um, just slowly kind of makes his way over to you and stands right in front of you. So as he said, I'm going to pick him up, kind of place him on my knee, tussle his hair a bit, take the dagger off my hip. It's yours if you provide us with the information that we need to know. His eyes kind of well up a little bit. His bottom lip shakes <sighs> and he just... He just grabs onto you, and you can hear him kind of a little muffled thanks for saving him. He points up towards Tresenda Manor, and then he points directly sort of down from it, down past this little landing, and down to the thickets. You can hear a bit of rustling, and when you look, you kind of lock eyes with this um, small boar. How cute! I'm going to throw my javelin at it. That javelin sort of just like goes straight into the side of this boar. It just screams in absolute agony and takes off. I'm going to charge off after it, screaming, the hunter's on! Um, so after after sort of dashing the, that 60 yards off and realizing that I'm probably not going to catch this thing because it's kind of quicker, I will stop and um, return. As you turn around, you hear more sort of rustling behind you. <laughs> what you see standing behind you is a giant boar. 40 minutes later... The boar is dead. Oh, bit of a show that one was, eh? Oh, mate, I could have watched that all day. And suddenly his friend is, like, dead at his feet. These guys didn't... He's pretty worried for his life now. And he uses his movement to push past Gil and make an attempt to run down the tunnel. Getting dicey. Seeing the red brand flee, I'm going to yell out and say, the only red brand around here should be the one my glove leaves on your face. (laughs) And I'm going to run him down and try to tackle him. Okay, great. Um, Give us a a strength check there. Uh, Also, we've already got our first uh, 100 bits for the night, which means means, um, Maxim Delavinci, you do have yourself an inspiration point to uh, give to either a player or an NPC at some point. So you just let let the chat know. uh, Maybe if I don't see it, maybe as Francis. Francis will will, will notice. notice, Because I was totally going to say it wrong as well. So I'm, right, I'm writing you down in the book. All right, uh, how's the uh, how's that strength strength check going there, Dave? I rolled what? a thirteen. Oh, sorry, not Dave. Sorry, 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 Gil. I need to say, um, with the with the roll of thirteen, you you managed to catch up to the red brand and, and tackle him to the ground. Oh, so you are currently That's... on top. <laughs> currently, on top. <laughs> what's going to happen next <laughs> on the bottom? <laughs> I'm just gonna yell out, uh, Sig, over to you. Oh, nice. Help! <laughs> this is not my forte. <laughs> okay. Indeed. 
<laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move over to the Baron, who is next in the turn order. Okay, um, is he so? Is he on the ground now? Is he prone? Um, yeah, he's prone. Under, basically, Gills Gills dived, uh, dove, daved mm. on him, and Dave. basically took him to the <laughs> ground, and, and and has 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 got his arm arms around the the red brand's legs, and the, okay. the red brand is face down in the dirt. Also, um, Loris, just so you're aware, Maxime Del Vinci has given you their inspiration point, so please make a note of that. Um, Sorry, you're on mute, so I can't hear what you're saying. So we'll just assume you're loving that. Um, <laughs> he looked like he was. <laughs> he looked like he was. Thanks, Maxine. Oh, I've done nothing. <laughs> okay. I think they said that you're going to need it. So that's fair. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Maxine. So, Baron, what are you up to? So does this mean that all of their movement is used up when they stand up? Half movement. Half movement. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to yell out. Do you, you think I should be risky? Uh, do you mind taking damage? <laughs> or should I play it safe? Do what must be done. Sig nods furiously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast Ice Knife. Uh, a roll of 1d20. Ooh, a 14. I believe you have advantage. Oh, really? On a down... On, is it a an attack? Uh, yep, it's an attack roll. And because this is the first um, ice knife in a while, I am going to just play that little animation for the stream. Okay. Ice knife. <laughs> so I rolled a 19 and then a 23. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely hitting this uh, the red brand. Okay, um, so it does 1d10 piercing damage on the butt. jeez. Oh, a ten! That is a, that is a good ten roll. damage. Now, because that one, one red because that hits and explodes out, doesn't it? So that's yeah, and then it hits him again, and everyone within five feet of him. All right. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be some sore people. So, Sig, um, Sig and, and uh, so everyone has to do a deck saving throw in of thirteen. The um, the ruffian absolutely does not need to because he is dead. Dead, dead, I rolled a 19. Nice. Sig rolls a five. <laughs> oh, Sig is Sig. daft. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so that does 2d6 cold damage. Uh, one plus a four, five damage. Mm. So, Do I take ah. damage for that? Uh, not if you passed, you don't take any damage. No, you're, you're good. So it looks like this this um this ice knife just shoots down this corridor, just just barely flies over over Gill's back, and as the red brand kind of pushes to get up, it just attacks him right into the back of the the, the neck, um, and it takes him down into the ground, it just pushes straight in. He falls flat onto the ground, and it just bursts into shards of ice, and some of them obviously go flying into um into Sig as well. Sig taking five damage. Sorry um, about that. But the red brand is dead. The red brand is down. You you needed him to be down, I'd say. Um, so let's close. Let's Thank close God the turn order. Um, just while that happened as well, we just got uh, Random Origins buying a an, another inspiration point. Now you've actually got an inspiration point left over from last week as well. So um, 
<laughs> You've got another one of which is being spent on you again, Dave. You've got Ooh. so you've got two inspiration points you can spend at some point. Uh, I think you might need them because we, we uh, wait. Isn't the rule book saying you can't have more than one inspiration point at once? That or is, is this that's, pay, paid that's, for inspiration. Yeah, I mean that, that's if I was giving out inspiration points. That's if that's if I was <laughs> that's if me. Um, we've got a little bit of a. Like, I'm not going to argue with I our will... viewers. The viewers are wanting to. It's either it's either they hold on to them or give it to them now. So I will also say right at the front of the dungeon master's guide, it says this is a guide, and the dungeon master makes the rules. Yeah, yeah. And Good point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. It is allowed. It is decided. <laughs> okay. So I um, want to mark this down. Oh, hold on. Did you just do a decree? <laughs> it is decided. Wait, so I went to press my button there and turn red. Ah, uh, supposed to be green. Let me know when it's ready to go, and I can. Okay, you can do a decree. <laughs> okay, um, but in the meantime, so you've got a dead red brand in front of you. It's kind of dark in this tunnel at the moment. Um, and uh, but what you do know is that Loris is currently down. He's he's bleeding out. He's in a bit of a death state. Um, what I will get from you, Loris, is is your first saving roll. With pleasure. Um, now, does initiative? Ah, uh, sorry. Does yeah, inspiration. Roll can, a I one. Use that, yeah, can I can I use that with a death save, or do I just roll the death save and see what happens? How does that work? No, you can't use inspiration points on on death saving throws. Ah, that's cool. Can Here you? comes number one. I don't know. That's why I asked. First one is a two. All right. That's a fail. That is a fail. <sighs> okay. Sorry. So, what are, what are the rest of you up to now? Are we would... still following initiative, or um, I'm going to let you guys kind of free flow a little bit, but I will, depending on what happens, I will get Dave to to roll at certain points. I'm stuck up a tree a little bit, just from the lower <laughs> branch. Are you stuck up there? Do you need assistance? <clears throat> well, it is higher than I thought when I was ca- when I came up. You know, when you when you look down and you go oh. <laughs> now Oops. from now from memory. Just jump. You're only going to break. From memory, you're only about six foot off the ground. Yeah, plenty. Um, <laughs> and what you can sort of see in front of you is, is Loris um, face down on the ground. You can see a small tunnel just past Mirican, Um and that's kind of you can't see much further. You're into not that saying time. I should land on Loris. No, is he's probably. <laughs> I mean, you can give it a go. <laughs> um, how far away is he? He's thirty feet away. You might. Uh, Super fly It'd be like landing on a solid rock. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're probably not going to come off a terrible rock. A mushroom or something. American Loros. I'm out here. What's going on in there? We stopped the red brand. Help Loros quickly. Are you coming back? <laughs> yes. All right, so she walks over to Loros and, and has a look at the situation. What's going on here? What kind of injuries are we seeing here? Um, well, the red brain kind of <clears throat> cut across his his chest as the as the final blow, but you can see he's pretty damaged from um, from his encounter with the with the giant boar as well. He's got sort of uh, scratches across and a big sort of hole in his side from one of the tusks, um, and he's his his breathing is is ragged and he's unconscious right now. And uh, am I able to do a medicine check to stabilize him? Yeah, yeah, you can give me uh, a medicine check. Give me a medicine roll. Uh, 
Give me a second. I'm having technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Hang on. <laughs> I've got it now. So can someone please explain the difference between, say, a medicine check and a healing spell? Um, a medicine check stabilizes him so he no longer has to roll death saving rolls. Uh, and it puts him up to one HP if you succeed. I think. But in a coma, right? But, he, but he's not conscious. Right. I have rolled a 16. All right. With a 16, you do manage to stabilize Loris. He's, um, he's back at one HP, but he is currently unconscious. I see. This got ugly very fast. Mm. <laughs> I, I shall await my comrade's turn. Cool. Let's jump over to Sig. What's Sig up to? Sig is watching the tunnel ahead to see if any more red brains approach. Give me a perception check, please. Indeed. So you guys, how far into this tunnel are you? Let's Sig peers into the darkness oh. with a 21, assuming it's not dark. It's, it, is, it is pretty dark, but with a, a roll of 19, you can see a bit of light maybe six, 60 foot away. Um, you can see some shadows kind of move, like the light is kind of flickering in and out. You kind of make out just some shadows. Um, you definitely wonder if the noise you've been making has, uh, has, has caused um, a bit of furor inside. Also, I just want to be, have a big thank you to It's Kels, Kelso? Keslo. I was going to call you Kelso. I'll just do that with everybody's name. Um, thank you so much for a subscription to our channel. Um, feel free to spam the chat with little goblin emotes. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you've got that one. Thank you very much. All right. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's what you sort of see there, Sig. It's up to you what you do with that information. Sig will grab the red band's body and drag it back towards the, the mouth of the tunnel. Cool. Gil, are you following along? Cause you... <coughs> yes. Okay, great. Um, all right. So you, I, I guess you guys will make it to the, the entrance of the tunnel. Um, Baron, have you have you decided to join them, or are you just going to hang out in the tree? I've, having difficulty. I've sat them? down on the branch now, and I've just drawing a picture of the dead body. <laughs> I'm snorting some powder oh out dear. of my stuff box. Oh dear! Drawing pictures of, of dead people. Okay. okay. Ryan, what are you doing up there? Get down! Why? <laughs> What are you doing? Struggling with a life and death situation. How about you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot that Loris was still dead. I suppose I'll be drawing him, but he's been stable. <laughs> Maybe later. Right? Maybe later. Maybe come and help me. Redbrands <laughs> could be on the way any moment now. Oh, okay. Well, can I get down from the tree and I'll put my book away? I need to roll for getting off tree. I mean, you can give me a dex check, dex check to see how gracefully, how gracefully. get off the tree. Yeah, I'll give you a dex check. Okay. How do I do that? Roll uh, that. Uh, uh, oh, shit. I've got this uh, sheet, don't I? Dexterity. What? What kind of? Mm, sorry. It's terrible. Here we go. All of that snuff's affecting his judgment. <laughs> yeah. Um, six. <laughs> you you dis you dismount this branch as as well as you mounted it, 
you basically you get down on your stomach and you kind of grab onto the branch and you're dangling one foot down off the side and you kind of get your other foot off the other side and you're kind of just kicking your feet and you roll underneath the thing and just kind of let go and fall flat onto your back. You were you were down from the tree. Um, thank wow. you to Danger Team Go for giving us a follow. It's uh, I'd like to think it's it's the amazing Dex rolls that Baron rolls pretty Ooh. consistently that got that follow for us. <laughs> Nature, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will go over and uh, check out the situation. Uh, does anyone need any help? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I don't know what assistance I can be. Or... Mr. Baron, help me pull this dead body. Okay. No, no, drag the dead body, Baron. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, walked into the wrong sort of party. <laughs> All right, I'm going to help him pull the dead body. Gil's got his. Sig Gil's got his. Sig has become wise to to Baron Byram's <laughs> wordplay. Gil, are you, are you good? Yes, I'd like to uh, cast cure wounds on Loros. Great, give us a give us a roll for whatever it is you got to do. Hit points equal to one d eight plus your spellcasting. Okay, cool. Have you got that set up for a dice roll? No, oh, but I will type it in laboriously. Okay, okay great. <laughs> I rolled a four. That was a one. It's mm. my first critical failure. And it's on something that doesn't really... It's not a D20, but no. I'm sure Az Guitia slash Francis will be interested. <laughs> yeah, so with that, with that roll... Um, <laughs> sorry, I just saw, I saw Francis, Francis's uh, response in the chat. So he's, <laughs> that's great. He's, uh, he's calling you out for baiting him. Um, anyway, so with a roll of four, uh, Loris's eyes sort of open up. He regains consciousness um, with, with four HP. Woohoo! Oh, not done with you yet, young Loros. Oh, please, you're calling me young, but... <laughs> so Loris is just going to daisily look, her, look around like, oh, where's the bugger that stabbed me? He's dead. Good, because I would have crushed his head. Where's the pig? The pig is also dead. I remember that. Why is it rotting? <laughs> uh, that's how we killed it, or how the Baron helped kill it. I was under the impression I'd done that. Uh, it was oh, a team effort. Strange things happening. Strange things happening. Um, yes, strange indeed. While, while you guys are talking, I might just get a, another perception check from Sig, who so, seems to be uh, still the closest to this this tunnel. Well, Sig rolls a sixteen. Yeah, with a roll of sixteen, you can you can you suddenly you're picking up a, a bit of you can hear talking from from down in that tunnel entrance now, um, and with a sixteen, you can kind of tell that it's it's. Maybe not, maybe not human, like a mixture of human and something that might not be. But the, yeah, you can hear a lot of voices. Sigport calls back to his comrades. Get ready for battle. More are coming. Holy guacamole. 
I put it back <laughs> behind the, uh, the tunnel entrance and await with my rapier drawn. I'm going to get behind this tree over here. <laughs> Mr. Loras, are you good for battle? Loras is just going to slowly <clears throat> raise himself up, dust himself off a bit, grazes the wound in his side, oh, grabs his axe, leans on it, ready. Indeed, stand by my side and we shall cut them down. And strange, strangely enough, as, as you're sort of standing there waiting, a little bit of time goes past and you don't see anyone really getting closer or coming down the, down the tunnel, but you can just hear the, the, like, the sound of things being moved. You can just hear like <clears throat> what sounds like things being dragged across the ground. I place my hand to my chest and try to steal my beating heart and listen out carefully. Give me a give me a perception check there, John. I rolled an eleven. Um you're kinda of distracted by the beating of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like it's a little bit of like it, it sort of beats to a rhythm and it's kind of just like you're getting lost in the beat. Be still my beating heart. I think there's a song in there. Yeah. American, can you use your nature whatnots to see what's down this tunnel? Mm. Well, I can see very well in the dark, but I don't know if that will assist us. How dark is it in there? It's it's pretty dark, except for, again, that light sort of near the end of the tunnel. If you give me um, a perception check, just, uh, feel free to do it with advantage, just because of your... Um... Night lookers. Yeah, your night lookers. Not... Your nature, nature whatnots. whatnots. Mm. Yeah, perfect. So with the... With, <laughs> With a roll of twenty-one, you can sort of you can see the, all of the detail of the um, of the tunnel leading down, and you can see that it looks to be kind of crudely built. Um, it had been clearly dug out by hand or sort of primitive utensils. It's big enough for maybe um, the height of maybe a, a six-foot person to be standing. Um, maybe the top of the head would be close to the top of the tunnel. Uh, it wouldn't be much wider than a single person. Um, but you can see down the end, the light uh, slowly sort of being dimmed. And you can you can sort of make out the shape of things being pushed. It looks like they're, they're trying to block off this tunnel. Mm. Looks like we've blown our cover due to our stupidity in revealing ourselves so soon. I, I believe they're aware of our presence. They're doing, taking measures to prevent us attacking. Hmm. This is troublesome. It seems our advantage has been lost. Mm. What do we do? We can charge in, make the best of what we've come to, or we can rest and recuperate and attack from a different angle. What do you all think? I should think rest and recuperation. What was that? Sorry, American? I should think rest and recuperation is in order. But if they're blocking up this entrance, that means that they're worried. Mm. Let them they, also, they know we're here now. Yeah, and they don't like it. We're in no shape. Well, I'm in no shape to, to take on um, a horde of red brands. And mm. I fear that with me not in any shape to help, this could be a lot more difficult. Mr. Gill, what do you think? I would defer to the Water Scholars' uh, superior tactical knowledge. Should we press our, our advantage? Or should we lay back? 
Indeed, I wonder if our advantage has been spoiled by our condition. Mm. I would recommend we recuperate some. Mr. Baron, are you okay with that? Yeah. yeah. But I suppose we're going to have to go in through a completely different entrance now. Potentially. Hmm. Um, we could scout around the other edges to see if there are other uh, entrances after our rest. Yes, um, I believe we, we may have to. We could... Uh, it'd be good if we could fill the entire place with smoke and then they um, all choke to death. <laughs> I do have some oil which we could light. They are blocking <laughs> up the tunnel so we could burn whatever it is. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were intent on rescuing Ian if he still lives. Mm-hmm. I do not wish to cause more death than is necessary, unlike some in this party. Nice. Although I bet Ian is not covering up the tunnel. Ian could be doing that because he's a prisoner, though. Could be. Perhaps we should take our conversation away from the mouth of this tunnel. Let's go have a picnic. (laughs) While the party discusses tactics, I'd like to search the uh, red brands for any useful information. Um, These guys... You sort of you, you look through the one that you've just recently dragged out, and you don't really find anything of interest on him. He seems to just have the stand. He's got his he's got his um his short sword, and and that's kind of it. Um, the other guy, after a bit of, uh, can, can you give me an investigation check on this other guy if you're the one that's fiddling around? At all, this seven. Yeah, I mean, you, you find the sort of the same sort of things on this guy as well. A short sword, a small pouch with, with nothing really of any use. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay. All right. No, sorry. We've got nothing of use in it, but... But... <laughs> you do... As you're sort of um, investigating this other guy, you can, you can kind of just hear off in the distance a little bit. Yes! Who dropped a bloody goblin? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! From which Who direction? Um, he's he's coming. You hear that cry just from sort of the the west side um, of of this little forest that you're in. Um, and it's, it's from the, the town. Yeah, it's just it looks well. It's kind of from that direction anyway. Yeah, and Jeez. the um, this is this is. I'm going to name, because I know the guy who spawned this. Actually, no, I was going to say, Random Origins has basically um, spawned this little guy for you guys to uh, enjoy. So let me just let me just bring in... Um, He's going to murder us all. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Again, I'm going to drag it in. It's going to be way too big, and then I'm going to bring it down to size, because don't let it freak you out too much. Here it is. Is he not... It's not good. Here we go. Let's bring him down. Okay, cool. Maybe a little bit more. Okay. Sig calls out an alarm. The foulest of foes approach. <laughs> right. Indeed, okay. we've seen their kind before. And before you, before you get a chance to sort of react, he's he's right in front of you, um, and he looks somewhat familiar to Sig. Um, he raises his he raises his head up and points to his throat, and you can see an entrance wound that have like scarred and mangled. And he, he looks, looks face to face with Sig 
and says, You thought you could kill Billy Goblin? <laughs> oh my goodness. Indeed, oh. Billy Goblin. The pleasure will be mine again. All right. Well, six wow. <laughs> we're going to have to get a. Um, I'm just going to delete oh everybody's. I think if everyone could roll the initiative, please. Don't forget to pick your. Oh, your, your oh. I got an eight. I rolled a 20. I have rolled a Not a natural Sig rolls a 19. Ooh, I rolled a 21. I rolled a net 20. <laughs> the, the most damaged person is uh, rearing to go. Oh, yeah. I'm a barbarian. Um, of course I'm rearing to go. It's metal. What a live for. And we'll just give the, the old goblin a roll as well to see where he is. Um, and even perfect. though sorry, I live for it, I don't enjoy it. Just putting it out there. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just putting it out there. Yeah, it's good, good to have that pointed out every session. Um, <laughs> it needs to be pointed out because people see me loving this, and it's just like I have to remind you that I yeah. enjoy this. If, Loris, uh-huh. what, uh-huh. what might help sell that is if you role play Loris not enjoying <laughs> it. There's a, there's a moment of I, I have to celebrate my own little self. It's a game, right? Yeah. So thank you, Random Origins, for this lovely encounter just when they thought they were going to be doing all right. Um, we've got top of the order. We've got Loris. Oh, wait. Oh. Entrance of a goblin. And just so you know as well, um, there has been an inspiration point. <laughs> oh, no. Given Random origins. What are you doing? Given to Billy Goblin as well. So at the top of the order, Loris, you see Billy Goblin off to the left. Whoa, what's that? What's that? Jesus, <laughs> what is going on? Everything all right there, Baron? The forest is having its window open to get rid of the smoke. <laughs> yeah. All right. Loris, you see Billy Goblin sort of off to your off to your left and you turn around to see him with his with his scimitar raised, screaming about Billy Goblin being back. What would you like to do? So I'm clearly not in the best state. I'm I'm still a little bit sore and and um, you know, a bit beaten up by a very large boar. Um, given it's Billy Goblin and, and I had thought he's dead, this is not going to stop me from rushing in and literally cleaving this guy's head in two, like I've done to every other goblin that I've seen. Mm. Um, I don't enjoy this. I do it because I have to. And clearly this goblin is threatening Sig and my friends, so he needs mm. his head cleaved in two. So he's, he's um, about 60 feet away from you. 60 feet? Ooh. Throw your axe. I'm, I'm not throwing my axe. That would be <laughs> Throw <wasteful>. the axe. <laughs> Throw the axe. <laughs> <laughs> that would still be wasteful. Chop down the tree and that will land on him. <laughs> That's also no more a good destruction idea. of nature on my watch. No, I, I feel like <laughs> Sorry, I, I mentioned it. Sorry. More upset with you. I feel like I've done enough to upset American um, yeah. in the last couple of sessions, so I really don't need to experience her wrath anymore. Mm. Um, I can feel the ice daggers in my back. So seeing it's 60 feet away, I, I will have to, um, I will go till I'm, I'll, I'll walk, I'll sort of move towards him by about 15 feet just to give myself a less of a distance to throw because I'm not feeling so, so great. Um, then I'm going to hurl my, um, one of my javelins 
at him. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me again what the inspiration point does. So Gives you, me you choose plus the, six or something. No, no, you choose when you want to spend it, but you've got to choose it before you roll the dice. It gives you, okay. and it just gives you advantage. I thought it was after you roll the dice, but before you know if it hits or not. That's bardic. Oh, is that different? Yeah, I always yeah. get confused. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so you got to you got to do it. Okay, so it gives me. All right, so I'll I'll use the inspiration point um, now on okay. on the attack on on the attack roll. Okay. So I'm going to fire my javelin at said Billy Billy Bob Billy Bob Fonden. It's a twenty-three. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. man! Um, that javelin. Well, actually, sorry. What I what I want you to know again is he's. He's pretty much in cover here as well. So he's definitely harder to hit from where you currently are versus if he was next to you. Right? Um, yeah. Despite that, you manage to find like a beautiful track between the trees and it just hits him square into the, into the sort of the, the clavicle area. Um, and, he, and he just lets out a, a scream as it hits. Ah! Ah! God! Oh, that! Um, <laughs> oh, and he takes nine, uh, damage. nine damage, I think. Yeah. Um, now the weird right thing right in is, the clavicle, right in the clavicle, man. He's he's got a real big javelin sticking out of that right now. Um, normally you you've know you know from your previous experience fighting goblins that something like that would have taken one out by now, but yet he still stands there screaming. Why do we have to have the big goblin brought back? <laughs> <laughs> um, over to over to Gil. How far from Billy am I right now? Um, not as far as you're about. Yeah, you're about twenty. It's fifteen feet away. And seeing his his token appears slightly larger than previously. Is that accurate? Or I'm just going to say it is. Yeah, he seems to be a little bit bigger than the last time you saw Billy Goblin. Just a little. <laughs> this is most troubling. Seeing these goblins come back, uh, I do hope that Baron, the Baron can help us with this later. Uh, mm. For now, though, we must slay this beast. And so I draw my rapier and I try to sink it deep into the arm of Billy. Okay, great. So you run up to Billy and, and roll for damage. I rolled a 12 to hit. And 12 is a miss. The Billy Goblin just happens to sort of, on, you know, by accident, just sort of like dodge out of the way as he's writhing, trying to get this javelin out of his, of his shoulder. Uh, you're now face to face with the goblin. On guard, you beast. Nice. Uh, Sig, over to you. Sig is disgusted to see one of the foes which he thought was slain return to him. But he will enjoy decapitating this boy again this time deeper. So he charges forward and swings his short sword in an effort to fell a beast at the neck. Cool. And rolls a seven. <laughs> <laughs> the, sword, the sword's going for kind of his neck in, in, in what you, you're expecting. And again, as he pulls this javelin, it kind of, he manages to pull the javelin out and in doing so, moves himself back out of the way. Um, and he kind of, he looks at you and he, he's sort of like, Yeah, you're exactly where I wanted you to be. Um, and it is, it is Billy Goblin's turn. Um, 
Hmm. All right. So he, yeah. So he's got Sig and uh, Gil basically face to face with him. So he's just going to take one big swipe across um, the least protected person he can see, which seems to be seems to be Gil. Um, and he, he pulls out a scimitar and, and just gives that a bit of a go. Uh, and he rolls very well. He rolls a, um, a 21. A 21 is sufficient. Um, dealing seven, seven damage. We did. <laughs> we deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was him using his, his uh, point of advantage, by the way. Oh, Billy got I'm, a I'm not sure. Yeah, Billy got an inspiration point from um, the person who, who summoned him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, summoned him. Have an inspiration. Nice. That's something okay. um, <laughs> And he uses his bonus action just to sort of like disengage and, 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 and get away from you guys a little bit, hoping to hide behind a tree. Um, Mirakin, it is, it's your turn. Well, you got an extra action. Yeah. That was his bonus action. Disengaging. Yeah. Cheeky. So American has seen what she has, uh, what he has done to her friends. Yeah, you've kind of you've seen it from yeah. a bit of distance. Uh, looks like he's about sixty foot from you as well. But you did see um, both Gil and Sig run up to this goblin. The goblin take a swipe at Gil and then sort of duck off um, behind a tree. Mm. She's very, very stressed by the situation and she runs forward and she calls out spirits of the forest please aid me as she casts thorn whip Ooh. <laughs> creepers creepers oh joe and that's it a, is a critical fail, fail. <laughs> i hope you're not going to hurt us with that we are so dead Okay, it's so harm, we harm the forest. It chooses not to aid us. Uh, so this is as it should be. Um, so what we do when someone rolls a crit fail on an attack or an ability check, um, we get them to roll a d100 to see exactly how bad this uh, this critical fail is. The lower uh, the number, the worse it is. Yes. Just give me one moment. Do you want to run? Uh, so did you run thirty foot towards this goblin? It's not too bad. Let's say that I do run uh, as far as I can in that time towards him. Right. And I rolled an 81 for my D100. So you kind of end up next to Sig. Um, and, yeah, you just you kind of you whip out towards the goblin. He's kind of in cover behind that tree anyway. And as you do so, it kind of just like you've got trees and foliage around. It just kind of tangles up on a branch right next to you and just kind of whips down into your face doing just one one hit point of damage. As I deserve. Uh, Baron, over to you. In the oh no, you're down from the tree now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down from the tree. <clears throat> I prefer to be up in the tree. I don't know why I got down. Okay, I'm going to walk thirty feet, leaving and about walk. leaving about forty three feet between you and the goblin. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to get to about sixty feet distance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to get too close. <laughs> get as far away as possible. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to stand um, next to Loris here, and I am going to uh, cast Toll the Dead. Oh. Bong, bong. And he has to make a wisdom saving throw of 13. Okay, a wisdom saving throw of 13. Well, these guys aren't overly wise, so let's see. 
Dolores Bell builds the air around it for a moment. He rolls a 15, which minus oh. one is, is 14, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. He saved. He did save. <laughs> he did save. Um, he is uncanny. Can I tell? Does he look undead to me? He. Can you give me a perception check? Yes. If I can find it. Here we go. It's six. From this distance, and he, the fact that he's behind a tree, mainly you can't really you can't really discern anything other than the familiarity of of Billy Goblin. So I was sure he was dead. Okay, that's. Um, I just stand behind the tree, and cool. that's me. Loris, back to you. All right, so um, I'm what about forty five feet away from him? I think I moved that far. Um, so I think I'm just going to throw. Um, the second of my current three um, of my three remaining um, javelins because one's still in that junior pig somewhere that took off. Mm. Um, not expecting to get that back anytime soon. <clears throat> it is in the back of my mind though. So if I see, see a pig with a javelin, I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> I want my javelin back. Um, so I'm just going to um, use my second of my two inspiration points that I had floating around. So I'm just going to use the second one. Um, to sort of take full advantage of it and and fire off my a second javelin at said uh, goblin. Cool. Give us a so roll. Biffing that, it rolls an eighteen. And an eighteen is a hit. Um, doing doing four damage. Doing four damage. So this this javelin basically flies again. You manage to find the right spot, and even despite him being in half cover from this tree, it kind of just catches him right in the side and it goes in through his kind of ribs out through the other side of his ribs and he just flumps down to the ground um with a with a uh, almost no sound um and the goblin billy goblin is dead once more and that ladies and gentlemen is a goblin and that's uh that that encounter was thanks to random origins. Thanks, random. Yeah, um, you guys are you guys are welcome. <laughs> welcome to get back into what you were doing now. So, what'd you like to do? Um, can I go and retrieve my um, my javelins, please? Yeah, definitely. And while I'm over there, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't mind taking a little bit of a, a look over um, Billy Goblin because last time I saw him, I thought he was dead. Okay, cool. What I'm going to get from you, Dave, is a D100. D100. Mm. Man. And I just want to thank Madame Gandalf, fantastic name, for the follow that uh, Goblin Encounter was actually paid for by Random Origins. That's right, you can annoy us with Goblin Encounters whenever you like. Um, it's a 36. Okay, cool. So the other the other thing that I thought I'd introduce, uh, if, um, if uh, players can spawn goblins, there's got to be something in it for the players. Other than, sorry, if viewers can spawn goblins, there's got to be something in it for the players. So anytime... <sighs> That any time uh, we get a, uh, a a goblin spawned, there will be some sort of rare drop. Uh, in this case, Dave, you find a potion of healing um, <gasps> with with the um, with the goblin. Um, it's up to you whether you share that with the party, but uh, because of the situation, everybody, <laughs> all of the NPC, sorry, all of the PCs know that you've pulled a potion of healing out of the off the goblins. I'd, I'd gladly love to share it with the crew, but I, I think I need it more than they do. I actually have not. I have no idea what the situation is as far as healing is concerned or health is concerned. 
um, because I've been dead since, or well, unconscious since the time they've taken any damage. Um, so I'm just going to sort of turn around, look around with it in my hand, and um, I'm just going to scull it back because I'm clearly probably in more need than they are, I think. Yeah, cool. Um, see? But um, by the time Mr. Loris reaches the, the goblin's body, he will find the head has been removed. <laughs> Not coming back. <laughs> you think that's going to stop Billy Goblin? Yeah. Um, what are our role for that? Um, is it a 1D12 or 1D? Um, it is 2D4 plus 2. 2D4 plus 2. Okay. Uh, 2D4. These are ill tidings indeed, Baron. Have you seen such a thing Six. before? Yeah. Well. First of all, I'd like to figure out if he actually died or if he faked it in the first place. Can I see if any uh, of his wounds had healed? Or... Yeah, um, you can. You can see that the basically the way that Sig killed him um, when you first uh, came across him was that a, a knife into the sort of the throat up into the brain. I believe was that right, Sig? Yep. Indeed. Um, and you can see that the entrance wound is still there, and it's it's only been two days, and it's still, it doesn't look like it's been healed completely, that's for sure. Can I check his eyeballs, um, see if they look strange? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to have to walk over to the head, because I did see, oh, yes. what have you done with um, the head? Oh. <laughs> the head lays next to the body. All right, okay. Um, can you give me a medicine check? Medicine? Yes, I found that button. There you go. <laughs> A natural oh, 20. A natural oh, 20. Look that, at that. that is fantastic. With a natural 20, you can kind of see, like, its its eyes and its facial characteristics look very just like goblin to you. Um, mm-hmm. But you kind of think, you kind of assume that the only way with that wound that it had, there had to be something funky going about, especially for the fact that it was stronger as well. You can't quite discern whether it had magic sort of controlling it, but you think it's it's quite a possibility. So it should have been dead for sure. It should have been dead with the wounds that it had. Okay, I'll tell that to uh, Gil. He should have been dead. Yes, I think we all saw him die, but how and why is he still here? Hmm. At first I thought it could have been one of those things where Sig had a knife that with the blade that goes in and out when you push it on a spring. I don't own one of those. And then we found out it really went through it into his brain. So Cool. So what would you guys like to do now? I say if we believe that we and town are safe for the moment, we should take some rest, yes? Agreed. Yeah. I'm concerned that the red brands may be uh, moving on the town, but perhaps having known that some of their comrades have been taken care of, they will uh, form up a defensive position. What do what do you think, Sig? Indeed, we can only be in one place at once. So perhaps if we have this tunnel watched with our eyes as we rest. We know that they cannot approach from this way. We can rejuvenate some of our strength and then push forward on the assault. 
Is that agreeable to everybody? Sounds good to me. Agreed. <clears throat> My chief concern is for the town. Do you think we run the risk of the Red Brands uh, attacking them because of what we have done? This is a valid concern, Mr. Gill. I think if we were to tarry for too long, they would miss their dead gentleman in the Townmaster's Hall. Before an hour or so, I think the odds would remain in our favour. Worst counsel. I accept the premise. Sig will sit down at the base of the tree with his eyes on the tunnel entrance. Maybe someone could keep an eye on the road out of the manor and see if anyone does go to attack the town. Very good, Mr. Baron. A capital tick in my book for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a really big tick. It's like italics and bold at once. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Is that a volunteering I hear as well? Bold italic. Uh, well, um, I suppose I could try and climb the tree to get a vantage point. Um, I don't know how well that would go. I could, I could lift you to one of the branches if, if that helped yes safer. okay should be good yes why don't Let's you do two it. go together <laughs> um cool um cold if, if we're going to do that Lawrence, i'll get you to do a, a strength uh strength roll just so we can see how successful okay. this is um bearing, oh, bearing no. in mind as a, as a goliath um I do get, um, as part of the powerful build, I count as one size larger when determining capacity and any weight I can carry, lift, drag, or push. Okay. So I don't know how you want to take that. I'll we'll still just, roll. I'll just, I'll just give you advantage on this. I'll give you advantage. Don't suplex me. <laughs> <laughs> um, just want D20, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Plus your strength modifier. Oh, what's that? Jesus. I should just roll a strength. Just, um, if you actually just click the word strength on your yeah. thing, not the strength yeah. save, but on the actual side. Yeah. And while you're doing that, I just want to say, oh my God, guys, thank you so much. We've had two more subs just in the last two minutes. Um, we had we had Kent Weebs gift a subscription to Madam Gandalf, and then Madam Gandalf was like, oh man, that's so cool. And then we did the same thing back to Kent Weebs. Oh, you guys brilliant. are amazing. They've both been absolutely transfixed by the costumes. Uh, and the and the filters that you guys are using, the uh, yeah, it's just awesome. So thank you guys so much. Um, enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the little badge and the and the little goblin emote because there is probably going to be a lot of goblins in the next <laughs> sessions. I feel. Uh, anyway, with um, the with the roll of oh, twenty three, that's a, that is a crit success. That was a crit success. Basically, where would you, where would you like to be? Yeah, the you, top of the tree. You give everybody <laughs> <laughs> top. That, that, top, I want to be high enough so that I can see uh, the road over here. I'm clicking it. Oh, yeah, cool. So basically with a throw like that, you can choose where you stop he's off. He's throwing. Pointers. I thought he was pushing. Now he's, well, he's, he's, he's going to, he was starting with a leg up, but he's just kind of like pushed you to the point where you can just pick your height on the tree. <laughs> How high do you want to be? You just tell me and I'll put you there. Uh, yeah, just just the minimum height to see here, please. Okay, so you're going to be I'd about. Say, uh, Baron normally likes getting a different kind of high. This <laughs> <laughs> is as high as he's going to need. He's going to need to I'm be a for a long time. Life. <laughs> you can have a whole lot of extra oxygen up there. <laughs> you, you're about 15 feet off the ground. <laughs> All right, this is the highest I've been. But you. <laughs> 
but you did need to be that high to be able to see uh, the the sort of the road leading down into the into Fandolin. Okay, I'll catch you on the way down. Don't worry. I'm just, just going. To, I'm going to try and be quiet, and I'm going to um, signal. <laughs> from from up here, you can kind of sort of look out over Fandolin, and you see um, just a few people sort of meandering around uh, near their houses over over here. You can kind of you look over back to the um, elderly farm and you see carp sort of playing outside in, in the grass. Um, you can, although you can Not barely much. you can barely see him because he's so small. Um, and to the north, you do see just a single red brand walking up the um, heading east up the path towards the manor. Okay, they look like ants from up here. Mm. Feet. The one thing. Well. That- the one thing that you do see from this vantage point, though, is that the the manor itself looks really, really run down from what you can see. You can only you, you can't okay. quite see all of it, but it looks like there's big chunks of the roof missing. Um, it looks yep. almost uninhabitable from, from right. what you can see. So not a fancy manor like the name would suggest. You can tell that it would have been like a pretty fancy manor at one point, but maybe yeah. this is maybe this could have been something to do with the Red Brands, or maybe this was well before the Red Brands ventured into the um, Fandolin. Too many um, parties. <laughs> yeah. Does it look like it's been like in disarray for many years? Yeah, it looks like it's been sort of it hasn't been. You, you can't tell if the damage happened before or after, yeah. um, but you can tell it's not. It's not hasn't been looked after. Okay. Yeah. Can I see any sort of? Uh, can I see into the building? Like there'd be some sort of entrance way, or? Yeah. So you can see there's like a front door that's somehow still standing, um, just at the front. <laughs> like a comedy door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like there's there's no wood either sides of the door. It's just a door that's somehow still still standing there. Uh, no, no, it's not. There's not a sort of entrance. I mean, like any way to go underground you're like they must be coming through a tunnel down here can i see any kind of well hole? um how long do you I mean you can watch this red brand that's approaching the manor if you if you're interested okay yeah yes yeah, yeah keep an eye on cool um is there anything anyone else wants to do while we wait for this red brand to meander up to the manor you guys are happy just oh. baron what do you see well i see a red brand meandering his way into the manor Going through the only. Is he going through the front door? Does he, does he go around it? Yeah, he sort of walks up to the front door and uh-huh. um, and just manages to somehow kind of open it like it's not oh. broken. And he just disappears into the house. Okay. And is there a whole wall missing? or There are plenty of walls missing, but just from this vantage point, you only kind of saw his the top of his head reach to the go to the door the door open and go if you were higher you might have seen a bit more but from that from that height you couldn't see all you know is that he used the front door gil was there something i was just going to say uh did the baron recognize this particular red brand not from this distance well same to me anyway <laughs> he had the red cloak and that's kind of all that gave it away Indeed, right. if he was moving at a slow pace, perhaps we still have time for our rest. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he was alerted. So if I see anyone run out or run in, I'll let you know. A question from Gil. Uh, I just have an action while we're short resting. <laughs> Wasn't for me. If if we are 
Yeah, so are you guys doing a... Uh, so it's about 6 p.m. by this time. The, it looks like the sun's about to sort of like head behind the hills. Um, Baron can see that some of the, the torches are being lit in Phandalin, outside houses. Uh, it's up to you whether you guys want to do a four-hour short rest or the full... or Sorry, any sort of hour short rest or, the, or an eight-hour rest. Are we going to do anything during the night? Like, are we going to try and attack these people in the evening or, or are we going to wait till morning? I should say we should uh, attack them in the night. Agreed. So, rest for four hours that. and then attack? Yes. When they're asleep, maybe? Is a short rest one hour or four hours? It's as long as you, I believe you can have a couple of short rests in a row if you wanted, but depends... Yeah. I should say we should take the minimum time to rest. Mm. I agree. So you guys yeah, just press the remainder of our advantage. Is there a specific time you guys would like to head in? Maybe that's a better way to deal with it. Mm. Oh, I forgot. An hour I... from now would be my recommendation. So seven seven p.m. You're kind of you're wanting to head in. Is, is that kind of the consensus with the team? When will night fall? Is it winter? I say we wait till nightfall if possible mm. and catch them by surprise in the dark. Perhaps they won't think us bold enough to approach them in the night. My only issue with that, American, is that my night lookers don't work as well as you. Nor do mine. Oh my. That is okay. I believe you have torches and we will help you as best we can. Sure. Um, in a short rest, we can spend one of, the, uh, one of our hit dice, right? Yeah? That's right. Cool. All right, I might do that. I think one is what time... Oh, you go. You go. Mine's, mine's irrelevant. Sig wonders what time sunset is. Uh, from from what you can see, it looks like the sun is probably going to be behind the hills of Phandalin by about 7, 7.30. It's, it is summer after all, so the nights are, the days are a little bit longer, but Phandalin is a little higher up, so it's just going to, once the what? sun goes behind the, behind the hills, about 7.30. So the plan is that we're going to be attacking at sort of duskish. Then they're probably settling, settling down for dinner, maybe, or, or at least not expecting us to come charging through the front door. Or It'd be great the if we marched in and now we're here, sitting around the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Agreed. Let us rest till seven thirty. Okay. All right. Um, so while resting, I want to spend one of my hit dice, which I think is, and I've written, I haven't written it down. I think it was one d shivers. What is it? Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I think it was 1d12. I think. It should just be on your character sheet, yeah? Yeah, I've, I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't find it. Where are you? Um, so a fight has 1d10 per fighter level. So that's 2d10, right? So I just roll a d10. That's for doing the same. And you need to, and you'll I also to... have my Song of Rest. Oh, what does that do? Uh, well, I think as the party... Uh, begins to settle down to take a, a short rest. Uh, Gil begins to pluck at his loot. Oh. <laughs> and begins to sing <laughs> a song. <laughs> Indeed, Mr. Gil, you are very good. <laughs> if you rest here... Oh, God. You will get an extra D6. Fantastic. 
That is brilliant. So you each get an extra D6 for your short rest. No, that's oh, fantastic. Nice. Does that mean we have to use a hit die, or do we just get a D6? You get it anyway, regardless. Ooh. Oh, so yeah. I get 1D12 plus 1, which is fantastic. So I'm going to do that. D6. Oh, I would like to use my uh, short rest, as I believe we allowed some low-key activity. I would like to use it to um, take out some herbs and, and say an elvish prayer over the body of the, the dead boar, the majestic guardian of the forest, and mourn his passing. Nice. I'm yeah. going to give you uh, an inspiration point for that one, uh, American. Oh. That's, that is fantastic as well within character. Mm. That's awesome. Very nice. Um, I forgot to mention before when I killed that um, red, brand, uh, red brand with a necromancy spell, I get three times his, uh, the spell level back as hit points using Grim Harvest. What? Is this one of your level two businessy thingies? Uh, yeah. That's fantastic. It's called Grim Harvest, and uh, it's two times the spell level if it's a normal spell, but if it's necromancy, it's three times. Oh wow! Did, had you had you had damage? Oh, I've had never damage. killed anyone. I think. Oh yeah, I did. I had damage from a jail cell. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm also going to get my um, arcane recovery thing, so I'll get my spell slot back. Cool. Um, I wish I had my maximum spell um, hit points to take on board of Gil's one d six. I rolled twelve and got thirteen back, so I'm um, all good. Hey, nice. What I will say is, while American was out with the the wild boar saying a little elvish, was it a, what, an elvish prayer or blessing? Is it a blessing? Yes. All right. A blessing. As you say that, you notice just like small, small sort of creatures from the woods sort of coming out and and just and watching as if they they are one with you. It's, uh, it's a small family of squirrels, uh, a small deer, um, and some birds gathering the trees around you as well. Um, but no, I'm not going to rush off and kill them. No, you don't know this is happening. I promise. <laughs> um, and as, as, you, as you finish the, the blessing, they all just turn and, and head back into the woods. I sense their presence. Nice. It calms my soul. This, this has been a tragic day for me, but it's time to move on. Mm. Nice. As you get back to the crew, it is maybe 7, it's seven o'clock, 7.15 now. Um, so you guys are arrested from your short rest. Uh, Baron, you kind of saw, uh, so the one guy that went in, you saw maybe five or six people, um, red brands, just sort of make their way down the path, um, maybe about a quarter of an hour ago. So we'll just we'll rewind 15 minutes just to say. Okay. Um, but all you saw them do was kind of, they looked like they were having, they, they looked all right. They didn't look like they were, heading with any kind of um, urgency uh, okay. and, and they just kind of all headed into the sleeping room uh, to what looked like a, um, a sort of a tavern or something. It's got a big, the pub. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, That's... I'm just going to whisper down to everyone that five of them left to go to the pub. Indeed. This could Sounds be like a... Carry on, Thig. I agree, American. Now is the time to strike. Strike the pub? Or the strike their base. Murder everyone in their base. And then you can mop up <laughs> the drunk ones afterwards. Okay. Murder or they won't even know it's being attacked, will they? 
Although we'll I have beg- to watch our backs. I beg your pardon, Mr. Barron, then Mr. Loris, after Mr. Barron. <laughs> <laughs> I was just agreeing with you and saying that they wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't know that uh, we're attacking their base. But when they come home, maybe we'll get attacked in the back. Indeed. A fine plan, Mr. Loris. I, I was just confirming that we want to murder these people rather than sort of capture and question. Just just checking to, before we rush in and kill them. Seeing my full hardness of rushing in and killing things has not worked. That's no, fine rushing in and killing them. That's okay. Uh, just that's, that's, that's what I'll clarify. plan, yes. That's the plan. Cool. I'm good with let us. Let us proceed. Does um, everyone still want to go via the tunnel? Is the tunnel still open? Blocked. Perhaps American. a strong barbarian could clear if there is a blockage. <laughs> How big is this tunnel, Regan? Like it's about, size-wise, it's about six foot high, uh, six foot tall. It's about maybe two and a half to three foot wide. Made for I'm children. <laughs> <laughs> Made for children by children. I'm going to be hunched over and in a very uncomfortable. Right, it's a, it's about a yeah. foot and foot and a half lower than I am. Yeah, indeed, it'll be good. I'd really rather, and and it's dark, so I'd really rather someone with um the, the ability to see in the dark clearly went in and, and checked out whether I could whether there's any point in me going into this hole. I'm not comfortable going in a hole. I can. I'm, not, I'm with you, Loros. All right. If Gil leads the way and, and kind of guides me to where I need to be, then and if there's a blockage, then fine. We'll, we'll push it out of the way. Like a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like a plumber. Lead, lead the way. What do I see up ahead in the tunnel? So inside the tunnel, um, again, you, you can see what Americans saw before. It looks very... Um, very amateur. It looks like it was made with very rudimentary tools. But um, about... 80 foot into the tunnel now, um, there's just crates uh, and wood and just basically as you get to it, it looks, there's no light seeping out. It looks like it's pretty deep with um, sort of makeshift blockages. Does it appear as though they, they could be moved with enough pressure by a, a person or does it seem impossible? It, you, just from giving it a, a sort of a, a a bit of a push. There's like, there's no give. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it's going to be um, easy to get through, if possible at all. Uh, I fear our uh, approach may not be from this angle, Loros. I could give it a try if you want me to try. I'll, I'll at least give it an effort. It, I mean, like you dragged me here. I may it as may well. be worth it, but yeah. I I don't hold out much hope. Okay. So what's what's blocking the way? What's it look like? It's actually blocking. Is it just kind of dirt and rubble, or, or is it actually objects? It's like big crates uh, and and big bits of wood have been jammed in. Uh, the rocks. It's just a whole bunch of things. Okay. So if I like, is there a flat-ish surface that I could kind of lean against and do the whole um, kind of uh, what's it, like the Herculean thing and just kind of shoulder blades and just you know push against it. Yeah, yeah. There's a crate sort of at the at the front of it all that you could um, get a good grip on. Okay. So what I wanted to kind of do is just kind of brace brace my shoulder against. I'm not going to run it and charge it. I just want to brace against it and just slowly push with all my strength and um, put just push through it. Okay. Cool. That's best. Um, cool. 
Can you? All right, you give me a give me a strength roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I roll a. It's an eleven or a nineteen. Take your pick. It's yeah. It's it's an eleven. Um, <laughs> since you don't have advantage, um, so yeah, you kind of you kind of push, and there's there's no movement. Um, I'll get okay. I'll get another d twenty from you though. Okay. Uh, I roll a. Oh, good lord! It's a six. Yeah, this this is just not budging. <laughs> You've given it two good good um, pushes, and it's, it's, there seems to be no movement. Okay, um, I'm afraid, Gil. It just seems that they've they've loaded it up with a whole lot of rubble and crap here. I I can't budge this. I see. That's uh, disappointing, but not unexpected. Hmm. Shall we get out of this hole? I think so. Yes. Excellent. As they leave the hole, Sig calls out. How did we fare? Not as well as we hoped, dear friend. They they, they seem to have piled up um, a fair amount of rubble and and stuff um, that not not even I could uh, move it. Indeed. I, Shall I we believe proceed a, to the front door. Then that seems fair. A door I can kick in. Mister Baron, shall we depart? Yes. How, how are you getting down from the tree? Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <clears throat> Would you like, if you jump down, I can try and catch you. Oh, what's that? Although I'm not so sure whether my catching ability is as Um. Well, I'm going to try and make, if I fall, could you maybe try and catch me? But I'll Agreed. try and climb down. I'll try. Agreed. Do I need to? Just a dex roll, yeah. Just a dex roll. Please don't <laughs> fail on the dex roll. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just going to um, get myself under the tree to try and position myself. So if he does fall, I can try and catch him. I got a fifteen. All right, with a fifteen, nice. you managed to sort of get down a lot, a lot easier than you managed to do from the the six foot drop before. So <laughs> you managed maybe to get, fear had a bit to play. Yeah, yeah, you managed to get down pretty pretty easily and and sort of group up with the rest of the team. Yeah, feeling like a real naturist. Is that what they call? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the term. <laughs> Wait, that's not the naked ones, is it? That is, that's the yeah, naked ones. That is the naked ones. <laughs> you're you're a tree hugger, but a naked tree hugger. Um, need, maybe. All right, American. <laughs> we haven't heard from American from a wee while. What, what are you up to, American? Well, I am. I am tired of all the violence. I'm. I'm I feel my courage is lost. I'm struggling. I need wise counsel, Sig. How do you how do you do it? How do you survive so many battles? Indeed, American, I could speak for many a time on this subject, but for me, as he knocks on his chest armor, he says, "I have Cragnol in my heart. That is what drives me." Indeed, you must have come from a mother. Keep her in your heart and your family and your kin and use that to kill. Inspiring words, Sig. Hard to hear, but inspiring. We need to do this for the good of the town. And I'll give um, Sig an inspiration point for that as well. That was very really oh, touching. Oh, he's throwing around tonight. That was very touching. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what's the plan, guys? 
Uh, I'm going to leave this up to Sig. And yeah, Sig, yeah, you know all about it. Sig looks to the the dirt bit to just to the north and wonders if that is scalable by humankind. It's a I it's, could throw you up. It's it's a pretty steep climb. It's about a ten foot. Each each ledge is probably a ten foot climb. I could lift them up. My reach is probably ten foot. You could probably, you could definitely help. They could probably stand up on your shoulders and and. Yeah, uh, I threw I threw Baron fifteen feet into the air. So lifting someone, lifting someone ten feet would be literally nothing. Hmm. Indeed, Mister Loris, you could climb afterwards after us. I expect so. It's only it's only a three foot difference between myself and the ledge. I could probably pull myself up. Oh. Indeed. Then then I would recommend that we take the shortest route straight to the manor and attack. <laughs> There's got to be some benefits of being my size, right? Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd <clears throat> say because of this, uh, it's going to be a pretty easy, it's just a, a time-consuming ordeal more than a more than an effort kind of thing. Mm. Um, you guys all find yourself at the top of the, the landing um, after about maybe 15 to 20 minutes of helping each other get up, not off. Um <laughs> <laughs> You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, took, whatever took us your fancy work. <laughs> and and now you kind of see what's in front of you. Like this 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 um, manor is is absolutely destroyed. Like there's barely a wall standing. There's massive holes in every single wall. There's uh, stones that make up the, the the pillars of each the corner of the manor have just uh, tumbled off to the side. There's really not much to it other than the front door, the housing around the front door, and just a few scraps of wall that are standing, and, uh, and a very, very little, few remnants of the sea, uh, of the roof there as well. They really haven't done a lot to look after this place, have they? This is Indeed. this is this is what this town has has become to these people. Hmm. Just a, a wasteful space. Yeah. Sad, really. Can we see anyone moving inside? Um, can you give me a perception check, American? Yes, I can. And I have rolled a critical fail. <laughs> oh no! Okay. <laughs> it's the second one. It's, <laughs> I'm on um, a roll. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I can really do if, if, if that's a really bad. Roll. So I'm just going to say, um, with the crit fail, you, the, the because it's quite dark up here, um, you can't seem to activate your dark vision for some reason. You kind of like <laughs> you're kind of just blinking, and it's not working. And you really, for just a moment, can't really see much at all. The night lookers are not working. Yeah, but as as they clear, <laughs> as they clear, your um your passive perception of fourteen, which I'll use, um, <laughs> you, you do see that there's nobody, there's no one around. But what you can see, sort of at the back corner of the manor, is a like a, a cellar door, just like something that's built into the the, the remains of the ground. There's just a, wine here. What was that? Sorry, Baron. Wine. You, you know, it could be anything. It's just, it's just. It's all you know is it's a cellar door. The Baron might think that there could be wine back there. Um, Again with the alcohol. Uh, but you can't really discern where in the house the cellar door would have been located originally, <clears> like which room it would have been. You can see that it's a, a openable door on the floor. We should proceed with caution and keep in mind there may be an innocent in there. 
there's not much noise. Um, not, not much noise can be heard from where you guys are at right now. Um, you can hear the the water sort of bubbling from the cistern, um, and there's just kind of a sort of a damp smell to this room. Um, Sig, at the moment, you're the only one that has walked into this room. The others are on the stairs behind you. Sig will proceed to the north, down the stairs, down to the floor area, and look around for entries and exits. Yeah, off to the off to the west side of of this room, you can see a um, a door next to these barrels, uh, sort of in between the cistern and the barrels, and just sort of behind you, uh, underneath the little stairway stairway that you went down, is just another door, sort of leading leading north. <clears throat> Single back in the the party forwards. I move forward. As do I. <clears throat> um, okay. Do you have ten minutes? I'll whisper. For what? Something in. I just want to uh, cast a magic spell as a ritual. It's called mm-hmm. detect magic. If you think it. A good idea we get to wait 10 minutes. Otherwise, I'm fine moving. Could we ha- Could we retcon that we did that on the approach? Yeah, was, uh, that's what I was going to say before we got oh, in yeah. here. I mean, yeah, so we can say that... Does that use up a spell slot? Is it something or is it just no, a... it's a ritual spell. Right. Cool. So you, as you sort of did that at the at the top of the cell uh, door and on the stairs leading down, um, and it kind of... and and. Let's say you did it halfway down towards the door, yeah? Um, and there was no kind of immediate sensing of magic uh, uh, where the man- uh, on sort of ground side where the manor is, um, and there was no sort of feeling of magic down uh, in the stairway down to this room, and there doesn't seem to be any in this room that you're in as well. Right. Just to let you know, it lasts, it's a sphere that goes 30 feet uh, radius, and it lasts up to 10 minutes. Okay, cool. So let's just have a quick look. So let's say you did that uh, on the stairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sort of covers the majority of this room and behind you as well. So, no, that's fine. That's fine. There's no magic in this room or behind you. Yeah, I'll let everyone know that. There's no magic. Is the room dark? No, it seems to be lit just by a a few torches. both on the north and south walls. I grab one of the sconces and hand it to Sig. Sig takes the sconce. (laughs) 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 And I say quietly, my elf eye will help me, but uh, perhaps this may be of use. What am I doing? Thank you, Mr. Beal. I might just get like a stealth roll from all of you, just so we can sort of s- just get a feeling for how quietly you guys are moving. Yeesh. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Thankfully, I'm, I'm not too bad at stealthy. I rolled a 16. Oh, God! Oh, Jane, what are you doing? <laughs> Two fails. Third and fourth, by the way, things. Listen, it's not my day. It was double crit fails if you had a, been double able to roll through. Oh. One of the worst days in, in recent memory for American. It's, I'm, I'm off my game as well. Francis mm. is going to be having a field day with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was your turn, last. 
turning around and go, yeah and i think that's that's effectively what happens as you guys are all making your way through you're all kind of quiet you're all making your way pretty pretty delicately down these steps and as american goes to sort of check on on um loris behind her she kind of missteps off off here and just sort of thuds down onto the ground below Loris? Can I reach out and attempt? If I, because given I, she's walking in front of me, can I reach out and grab her to try and stop her from falling? Sure. I want to. Yeah. Give me a deck saving throw. I roll a one. Again, rolled a twenty-one earlier with the stealth roll, so he's pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, I roll a twenty-one, man. a net twenty. Oh. All right. What? Okay. I'm going to say that cancels out. That cancels out the you know, as as Mirican goes to trip. Loris just quickly reaches out and grabs her by the wrist, and 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 pulls her back, um, stopping her from falling. Um, and thus the room is still silent. For the purposes of the stats keeping, uh, a double crit fail is a one in four hundred chance. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Wow, that's brilliant. Well done. Well done, Joe. One and, under 400. And Gil what can is... I say? I, I run hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> and like Gil is, summer and winter. And Gil is still yet to roll any kind of crit. This is fantastic. I'm, I must say, Mirican was quite shocked at, at the uh, help she received from Loris. And, and she looks up at him and, and sort of looks into his eyes and just says, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like you, you noticed that that would have been an, like an eight to nine foot drop. That would have been quite damaging if you had a fallen. So, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm um, here to protect. That's what I do. I will also say that a, a crit fail into a crit fail into a crit success is a, <laughs> an 8,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and how, how likely is that? So just a two in 20 roll of you getting either a 1 in it or a 20, John, and you still haven't done that. <laughs> no, it didn't. I do not roll. Uh, it's apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, so this this room is pretty silent except for the bubbling of this water uh, from the cistern. Um, what would you like to do? Sig waits for Mr. Loris to appear in the room. <clears throat> Now that American is safe, I'm assuming she's walking through the step down the stairs and into the room because I'm not going to barge past her. I shall proceed. Yes. Right, feel feel free to move your tokens to to where that be. Once how tall is the room? Sorry, Sig. Go, Sig. Once um, Sig sees the party into the room, he makes a move towards the north door and signals to his team. I cannot uh, see anything. I think my roll ten twenty is broken. I thought I didn't know you had brought up an image. Oh, if you go to the bottom right, you can see. I had to zoom right out. You zoom right out, and you'll see at the bottom right of the map. Oh. Do you see that now? Now I see. There we go. Thank you. Nutlook is engaged. Critical fail. <laughs> yeah, you know, you notice that your dark vision has come back. Ah, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Cool. So you guys Mr. Loris, did you have something to add? Um, no, I was just waiting for um, American to get into the room and then I, you know, yeah, I'm good. I'm in. I was just going to ask also how high the room is because I don't want to bump my head. But, oh, no, it's, you're, um, you're not going to bump your head. Um, 
everything's uh this room is probably a bit higher it's it's probably 20 foot high this room cool yeah that's right sig opens the door and steps forward okay uh all right as you do so there's like thick dust that seems to sort of cover the the ground of this hallway the walls are decorated with faux sort of columns every few feet maybe i'm sorry maybe every 10 feet uh and the double doors at the west end of the hall are sheathed in copper plate and are now green with age a relief of a carving of a mournful angel graces the door and this is what that area looks like or it will soon Am I able to check around for druidic runes, which may give us some clues on our environment, if it is indeed ancient? Um, yeah, give me an investigation check uh, for when you enter into this room. Right. This let me critical fail that really quickly. <laughs> oh, an 11. That's not that bad. Okay, we'll all slow, yeah. we'll all slow down for a little bit here. Gil, what, what's up? As uh, Sig walks in, uh, Gil is with with the vanguard here. Um, seeing the the dust laden tracks, I place my hand on his shoulder and say, "Is this not strange? If if there are uh, brigands about traipsing backwards and forwards, there would be no dust." Wise counsel, Mister Gil. You get a tick for that, to be sure. <laughs> Shall we return to the previous door? I Seems suggest it must be where they come from. I suggest we may be in the wrong place. Agreed. Let's retreat. And Sig will make his way back. As he enters the room, he'll call to the party. Let's try the other door. And you'll walk across and open the door. Okay. I stay with Sig. What's your um, passive perception there, Sig? Passive perception of 12. <laughs> A Cragnolian dozen, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, as you walk past this, um, this cistern, you kind of, you see, um, what do you see in there? Um, it looks to be about 10 foot deep, um, but you can see that there's some, there's some sort of rope uh, underneath the sort of the water level. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You, you can see underneath the water there is a, there's some sort of rope. I'm guessing my search for ruins revealed nothing. Oh yeah, sorry. With with the roll of eleven, was it eleven? It was eleven. You, you, you haven't found any in this room, that's for sure. Mm. Six spends a moment to assess if this rope is a trap. Um, give me an investigation roll. Oh, uh, actually, oh, we'll just use this anyway. No, we won't. Six we'll rolled a nine. We'll use we'll use a wisdom, a, um, a, per a perception, or a wisdom check. Sig realizes he should use his perception and rolls an eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can you can just sort of see that the rope sort of goes down and, and into sort of a darker area of it. It's quite deep. It's quite. It looks to be about eight to ten foot deep, um, and but you can't really see the end of the rope. 
So you're not really sure what its deal is. Secures not for the rope and opens the door. Okay, anybody else before we go into this other room? Anyone wants to do anything else? I am with Sig. Did I see the rope? Um, what's your passive perception? 11. Yeah, you would have seen sort of the, the top of the rope and, and just that it sort of disappears down into the depths of this system. I look curiously at it and I call to the Baron and say, any puzzle? Okay. Um, I look down, I suppose, and I'll see what you're pointing at. Yeah, can you um, both, both give me a perception check? Perception. <clears throat> Perception. Uh, not Roll investigation. For Roll for rope. Roll for rope. <laughs> okay. I rolled a nineteen. Yeah, it must be the your dark vision that kind of can cut through a little bit of that the the darkness at the bottom of the system, and you can see sort of just like a that it's that there's a, a small pouch attached to the end of the rope, sitting at the bottom of the um of this system. What a small pouch is it? So. <laughs> I think seeing the pouch, uh, if I see no other obvious uh, attachments, I would try to pull the rope up. Um, yeah, it looks to it looks to be a little bit out of your reach. You you either you'd either have to reach for it with something or or get in. Uh, well, I'm certainly not risking my instrument. Uh, so I think for now, uh, I will leave it. Okay. Um, the, the rest of you are sort of aware of, of um, Gil looking at this rope and going to kind of reach for it and failing. And What have well, you seen, Gil? Gil with a rope? There is a rope with a small pouch attached to the bottom. Uh, I wonder if someone as tall as you, Loros, would be able to help mm. us. Mm. How far down would it be, Regan? Um, it looks to be, it looks to be maybe like four foot down. It's, okay. it's the whole so illusion the... of it looks closer than it is kind of thing. Thanks to the water. Okay. But yeah. The so... just... Sorry, Baron. <laughs> I was just saying it's the biggest toilet I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so this pool that's in front of us, is it like, how big is that? It's um, 15 foot wide, 10, oh, sorry, 10 foot wide, 15 foot long. It's about 8 to 10 foot deep. Okay, and the rope's sort of hanging about 4 foot. 4 foot well, into... Well, it appears to be hanging 4 foot into it, yeah? Yeah, about Pull eight it off. the surface of the... From my perspective, uh, my things are, too, are far too fine to place into this thing and uh, risk them. So we know what the liquid is? Like, what does it look like? Just water? Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just water from what you can tell. As okay. he hears the discussion, he turns around. Perhaps we should loot after we kill everybody. It could be useful. Why would one go to such great lengths to hide a pouch underwater? Surely there's something in there of note. How strange. Well worth. Could be a key or something like that, or some um, sort of... Loris is just going to pull a, a copper piece out of his out of his bag and 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 drop it into into the, the pond to see what it does. Okay, yeah, that that the copper coin hits the water uh, with a splash and it just sort of floats down to the bottom of the um, system, 
and there is now a single copper piece at the bottom of the system. Seems So how deep did you say it was again? About eight, nine foot? Eight, yeah, it seems to be about eight to ten feet deep. Okay, um, so I'm just going to drop my sack down beside the um, <laughs> down beside the the the, 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 the pool put my axe down, I'm just going to kind of lower myself into, you know, basically just going to hop, leg, legs over the edge and just kind of drop myself in and kind of swim across to the rope and grab it out. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, you managed to grab onto the rope. Um, are, you, are you pulling it up while still in or are you going to pull yourself out of the I'll, I'll grab it and I'll go to the side and then sort of clamber out and kind of then pass it to, to Gil. Yeah, great. So you kind of sit on the edge of the cistern and you pull up the rope. And at the end of this rope is this small... Um, sort of looks to be like a, a waterproofed satchel uh, and it feels like there's something inside the satchel that's still tied to the rope at the moment I help uh, Loros out of the cistern and I open the I open the pouch in front of him cool. so in, in his view Great, so we, both of you can sort of see that inside this pouch it looks like to be, there's a couple of potions um, in there uh, one of them you recognize instantly as a potion of healing. Um, the other one's kind of um, almost com it looks like there's nothing in it, but you can shake it and it feels like there's, there's liquid of some sort um, mm. in there. Um, there's also... Um, I can um, over the shoulder and see if I also observe this. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, there's, you also see 50 gold pieces in there. Um, and just a set of like ordinary just... Like red brand clothing, just well, oh, not, nice. but without the cloak. It seems to be just like just an ordinary set of clothing packed away. It's almost like someone's kind of little hidden satchel if they ever needed to start afresh. Put it on, Lauren. <laughs> It'd be too small for me. Mm. Didn't I magic, magic um, ping when when these um, potions? Um. um where, potions. <laughs> where, where you did it, this was slightly out of reach for that. Oh, well, no, it, it goes with me. Oh, it goes with you. Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay, sorry. I didn't realize it went with you. Sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so it, it did ping. It's uh, these these potions are clearly magical. Oh, okay. Do um, either American or Baron recognize the, the clear? liquid potion thing? I mean, obviously we all know what a health potion looks like, but what about the other one? Have they seen such a thing before? Yeah, I'll give Perhaps a... Perhaps I could roll our Kamina? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, give me a, a history check, um, American, since you've, you know, you've seen a fair share of potions in your past. Don't predict this to go well. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. You yeah, don't, no don't recognise it, but as Gil rolls it around in his hand, he kind of Harkens back to to a thought he had of of another potion he was handling at one time. Gil, do you want to explain this potion you've got in your hand? What do you, what do you think it is? It uh, it seems to not let light pass through it, uh, and That's... in fact, it seems to obscure anything in front of it. Mm. Um, I could do a lot of damage being not seen. <laughs> Um, Gil is, Gil's correct. What he's found along with that potion of healing, uh, 50 gold pieces and some random clothing is a potion of invisibility. Oh, 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 oh. That's sweet. That is too sweet. Wow. 
Yeah. Passing it to in front of my face. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really cool. I uh, offer it up to Mirikin and say, you are the potions master. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I, I didn't even recognize that what that was a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> Quite embarrassing. Perhaps this would be of some use to you. Oh, how generous. Uh, I couldn't possibly... And Gil, Gil, and Gil passes it to Merican. <laughs> well, I, I offered it, but uh, um, Gloris just follows it as it as it gets handed between the two of them. Uh, he clearly wants it. He's like well, just watching it, um, like he's keeping his eye on it. It's like a dog watching a bit of meat being passed around, like <laughs> watching. Gil, if you insist on giving it to me, it would be rude not to accept. Thank you I very tried much. to do a, a, a David Bowie labyrinth uh, <laughs> uh, contact juggling, I believe it's called. It's a new craze. Oh, I don't know I if you've it. seen this before. Oh, yes. I'm not very good at it yet, but <laughs> perhaps one day. <laughs> cool, so Sig turns, oh, sorry. Sig turns back to the party. Are we ready to proceed? Yeah. And then Sig opens the door. All right. Behind door number two. Uh, who has the, the most health potions out of Loros and Sig? I have none. I hand you none. Sig can have it. I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. I hand the health portion to uh, Sig in that case. Thank you, Mr. Gill. As you open the second door, um, it appears to be some sort of storeroom that's been sort of turned into a really small, crappy, like, living quarters. Uh, there's two double bunks standing against the wall near the door. Um, there are barrels and crates. Uh, kind of just fill the southern half of the chamber. But the uh, the, the thing that really takes your sort of um, notice first and foremost are the three ruffians that seem to be in the middle of a, a card game. And oh, yeah. And their attention uh, is is just is, is sort of aimed now towards Sig standing in the doorway. Smell. Might I suggest you bring them out this way, Sig? Unless you want to lock them yourself. Oi, what the fuck are you doing here, guys? You hear from the from the red brand to the south of the room. Sig lunges forward and in doing so spits on the closest red band's face as he strikes with his short sword. And seeing him comes towards you, it is it's time to roll for initiative. Do we act on them as though they are surprised? Um there was no attempt to open the door quietly or stealthily. It was uh, it was Sig just opening the door. So basically, as far as they were concerned, the the three people who live in this room were already in this room, and so they're um, yeah they're definitely ready to go now. Fair. Sig wonders how he can turn that dexterity thing on for roll twenty. For roll of seventeen. Yeah. How do we turn that on? Uh, I in the yeah. sitting. In the sitting somewhere. What dexterity? Uh, Sig rolled in the living. 
Okay. Uh, oh. okay, cool. So at the top of the order is um, is Loris. Really? I'm in the back of the room. That's so annoying. <clears throat> um, Can I just interject shortly? Uh, Random Origins has asked whether or not he has any inspiration points left. Loris? Um, I believe oh, random origins. Random origins. You've given out two tonight. One to Billy Goblin. One to Loris, I believe. And you had, yeah, that was all that you had tonight. I believe there was one left over, and then you bought one more. So that's it. Unfortunately, random origins. But Loris has not used his. Yeah, I spent. But I'm spent with. I'm, so I spent both mine. Yeah. Oh right. Well. <laughs> what does Loris do? <laughs> yeah, it's all yours, Loris. Um, He's on board of battle. Yeah. <laughs> given given Sig and Sig, Gil and the Baron are kind of in my way. You're most you you're you're more than welcome to postpone your turn to to after someone else if you'd like. Yeah, I think, what I think what I think well, I don't want to, I don't I'm not I don't want to barge past you because I'll probably push you into the water or into the whole lot of barrels. And if I pa- barge past Sig. I'm going to push him into the middle of whatever I can't see. So I usually can't see what he what Sig can see. So I've got no idea. That's right. Um, so assuming Sig yelled out and got, you know, made some commotion, um, I'm just going to um, take a step back and sort of position myself like, here-ish um, and wait to see what comes out. So if I see something come out, I will I will have my axe ready and I will charge at um, said whatever's there because I have no idea what's there. But so yeah, I'm just gonna pause and wait and see what comes out. Okay, we can we can postpone that. Um Gil. You've heard you've heard the red brand call out. I think uh seeing and hearing Sig in there, I'll do my best to try to uh aid in the upcoming battle and I just say the three of you in here, are we interrupting something? <laughs> uh, and I cast Vicious Mockery. Um, who are you aiming that towards of the three? Uh, the closest red brand. Okay, cool. Um, oh, and he rolls very bad with a three, so he's failing that. He takes 1d4 psychic damage. Which is one. One. <laughs> but importantly, mm. he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. Give him that little token there. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, did you want? Did you want to move at all, or are you happy to stay put? I'm happy where I am. Great. Um, I'm going to put Sig in front of the ruffians. So Sig, you're up next. So as Sig's spittle flies from his mouth and lands on the closest red brand, he will slash with his sword into the ruffian's face. Uh, are you going to move into the room? Um, or Because where, where he is now, he's, he's in partial cover. Okay. Sig steps forward to cut him in the face. Okay, okay. Can I turn off that locking thing? Uh, what locking thing? Oh, nothing. Hmm. Nope. That one. That one. There we go. 
Ah, right. How's that? Yeah, yeah, I'll give that. I'll, I'll give that. No cover at that point. Sweet. <laughs> With a lack of cover, Sid tries his best to remove his face. <laughs> give us a roll for attack. A ten. Ooh, that is a miss. Um, he sort of dodges out of the way, um, and he's just he's just glaring at you. Um, um, you are now turf now, buddy. And he uh, he prepares. He gets out his um, short sword in return. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do before moving it to his turn? Can Sig step back a bit, or not so much? Uh, if you move back, you will have attack of opportunity. Sig doesn't do that. Okay. Cool. It is the ruffian's turn. Um, and he, in fact, it's all three ruffian's turns. And they're, they're all very fixated on, on Sig right now. Um, the first ruffian, uh, who's the closest one, pulls out his short sword with disadvantage. Uh, swipes his sword and it sort of clangs into the into the wall next to you um frustrated he tries once again and again misses um i'm assuming an 11 is a miss indeed cool um the the ruffian on the opposite side of the room sort of runs forward to to come face to face with you and also pulls out his short short sword um and swipes at you uh cutting the air in front of you. Um, frustrated, he gives one more go and rolls a 15. Indeed, no match for steel of Kragnolia. And it just sort of bangs off the, off the shield um, that you're holding. The other ruffian uh, kind of is a little frustrated that no one seems to be doing anything to you, but also he can't seem to get at you. And he's just kind of like, get out of the way, you munters, get out of the way. And he just sort of spends his turn berating the other two ruffians. Uh, Mirakin, it is your turn. Yikes. Uh, she starts her turn by calling out, Sig, get out of there. Can she see past Sig? Yeah, you can. can from, of the ruffians. I'm just trying to think of where you are and what you'd be able to see there. You're not going to be able to see much. You might see the sort of uh, the shoulder of this guy sitting on the bed here, but that's kind of it. You've got a lot in the way. You've got Gil, you've got the door frame, you've got Sig, and he's around the corner. These fighting conditions are awful. Well, I feel I have no chance but to try to take at least half cover cover behind the cistern okay. and ready an attack for should a ruffian show his face. Okay, uh, so as soon as you can see a ruffian, you'd like to attack? Yes. Okay, cool. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, because I might forget that. Um, Baron, over to you. Actually, yeah, sorry, you're Baron. Have they seen me? No, all they've seen is Sig. Um, they may have ended their turn sort of seeing over his shoulder, but they've been focusing on him, so they haven't really, they don't know you're there yet. I like that. I'm going to conceal myself in these barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Brian. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to cast a chill touch on them. So on, on this guy that's <clears throat> there. 
and so 1d 1d 20 what the hell okay uh five roll i get a 13 a 13 a 13 is a miss oh okay well, i'll stay in these barrels Okay. Well, smell like, does it smell like there's any booze in there? Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Might as well see what we've got in those in those barrels. Um, um, you can't smell. Oh, you, you might have a bit of a whiff of of some maybe some sort of alcohol, but it sounds kind of smells like the majority is kind of like kind of earthy, kind of fruity. Yeah. Mm. Without okay. without thorough investigation, I don't think need a lot of cheese to make it taste good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Loris, we'll give you your your first go now. Um. Okay. So, still can't really see a heck of a lot as far as what's going on in there. Um. Six blocking the way. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I'm not going to take a pot shot with the two of them. Um, so I'm just, I guess, yeah, I'm just going to stay where I am and, and kind of yell to Gil to get Sig to bring them out. If, you know, it's like we can't, we can't help them in there. Mm. Okay, cool. Gil, back to you. Top of the order. Uh, Gil begins to hum a tune. And it starts out like this. Whoa! Scott, student of the war, first name Sig, say it again, yeah. War, Scott, student of war, first name Sig. And I hope he feels inspired. <laughs> okay, great, perfect. Um, any, any, anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Gil? Uh, after that, I would try to uh, <clears throat> send my rapier past uh, the student of war. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 That's um, about. He's about. He's quite a way away, isn't he? Let's have a look. It's a bit of a reach, and you'd be going around. So you're just going to try and get around Sig with your rapier? Yeah. As his shield is up on his left side, I would just try to um, reach past. Okay, well, we'll give you a go. There, he is going to be in um, cover here, so um, give us a roll. Of course. I rolled a 21. Yeah, 21. You managed to, like, just sort of, like, come up. Like, where, where Sig's shield is, is, like, a little spot between... Um, it's like one of these holes that, that that is on the side of like Sig's armor, one at the bottom, and it just kind of like scoots between Sig the shield and into the side of the of the red brand standing in front of in front of Sig. Uh, after finding my target, I dance backwards. <laughs> you moonwalk your way back. I moonwalk backwards. Right, and he's taken four damage from that. Um, and he's confused. He he's he's kind of like, hey, what what the hell? And he looks he looks over Sig's shoulder, and he kind of just sees the room with with a, like a, a bunch of other sort of adventurers. You can see sort of like a couple hiding in some barrels, and Mirakin peering what? over the top of the cistern. Um, 
<laughs> These, they're not massive barrels. <laughs> he kind of just like squirreled away. Um, and he kind of realizes, he's like, oh, we got a fight on our hands, boys. And he's, he's rearing to go. Um, Sig, over back to you. So Sig will spend his turn tactically retreating back a bit to allow a single ruffian to follow him. So I'm not sure what roles and stuff that's going to be, but if I can attack, I'll attack, and if I can't, then I'll disengage. So I'm walking back slowly with my shield held up, yeah, drawing forth the ruffians. Um, were you attacking before moving them back? Because, I mean, obviously, their turn they may follow, but are you ready to yeah. attack for if they... Um, sorry, are you ready to attack for when if they follow? Reading attack for when they follow. All right. So that does, just... that does mean you can't disengage, which means you do open up an attack of opportunity. Is that okay? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So the, the red brand in front of you sort of swipes out. And again, it's just because your shield is up. It just kind of like leaves a bit of a, a, a slice in your shield um, and a frustrated call from, from the red brand. Um, he's well and truly sort of like coaxed into into following you out and just sort of charges at you. Um but I'll get you to roll your attack as he as he comes face to face with you. So Sig will f- recall a beautiful melody in his head as he swings his sword, this time going for the clavicle. Get him in the clavicle. <laughs> get that clavicle. So I'm gonna use Bardic Inspiration on this roll. Well you can choose to use it after you roll if you like, so it's up to you if you use can, it or not. I'm going to add it to the damage. That's a thing, right? Unfortunately, it's not for me. So, Bardic Inspiration means you can roll, and then after you roll, you decide if you want to use ad- advantage or not. Unless there you're a Bardic guy. Right. Yes, there, at level three, there is a Bard speciality which allows you to edit your damage. Unfortunately, oh, right. I don't have that. Cool. In this case, he just enjoys the tune as he slashes the clavicle. All right, so he's not using the inspiration? Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, that sort of slashes across the front of him um, and into really catches on the on his shoulder as it as it goes through. And it does six damage um, to this ruffian. Uh, but he, he doesn't really, he's, he doesn't mind too much. He, he, he thinks he's going to return that, and he tries to look for like a bit of a, a gap behind your shield and swipes with his short sword. Um, and he rolls a 22. Whoa. Um, Indeed. He has found a chink in my armor. Yeah, and he knocks four damage off that chink. Wait, that sounded really bad. That sounded really bad. <laughs> <That worked. laughs> oh, Quickly boys. move on. I've got 14 health left. All right, but um, not stopping there, he takes one more swipe at you um, and rolls a 16. Indeed, Sig sees that coming and parries it with the sword Ooh, at the last moment. Very good, very good. His sword sort of comes through, you parry it down, and it hits the ground as, as a small spark, and it's from the sword hitting the, uh, the stone. Um, the, other, the other ruffians uh, sort of quickly run behind, um, and I believe this guy no longer has disadvantage. It was just for the one attack. Well, oh, he's not dead. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so they're all sort of lined up, rearing to go um the last one kind of realizes maybe like 
bottlenecking in the doorway isn't the best idea, and he sort of just holds back a little bit. What? Um, it's it's record. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, and he backs up. Um, American, your turn. Yes, American sees Sig and thinks to herself, back on his words about using your family to inspire your rage, and that that brings brings forth within her an inspiration. She uses her uh, inspiration point and flares to life in a form you've never seen her so angry before as she flicks into the summer and her hair comes to life. Oh, there we she, go. She, she's ready for action. She's ready to kill if need be. And she casts Entangle in a way that hopefully will entrap all three if I am successful. Yeah, so what do we do with this? Uh, 20 foot square. So you can, yeah, that's that's going to cover these guys and only those guys pretty it easily. It towards the back of the room in order to hopefully ensnare all three of them as it creeps forward. Okay, cool. We need to get a strength check. Okay. Actually, do, does my, using my inspiration on this turn actually give me any advantage because it's not my role, is it? Uh, no, I don't believe so. It's not. Um, In which case, I will not use it. You can still feel inspired. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling inspired, but yeah. I'm not using my inspiration. Okay, so I'm going to roll from from front to back. Yeah. Actually, I like the idea of, of Francis has said inspiration allows me to pose disadvantage. So I'm going to give all of these guys disadvantage ah. from your from your inspiration. So I'm going to give them two rolls each. The first guy, the guy that's in the middle of the room, he's he's um, the, the vines grow up around him and, and sort of wrap around his arms and he's struggling, but he's held in place. The um, the second guy, okay, we'll get back to that second guy because the second guy did not roll well at all. Um, the third guy, the guy that's in the doorway with Sig, as he, as he brings his he's brought his sword down onto the ground and the vines kind of hold his hand in place. And he is now entangled as well. This guy in the middle, um, you haven't seen your vines do this before, um, but they kind of they kind of wrap around. I'm just going to have a look here. Ooh, yeah. So he had a crit fail. Okay. I then rolled a d100 to see how badly he failed, and he failed very badly. Um, so you've never you've never quite seen this before, but these these vines kind of reach up and entangle, but they start like growing into his 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 nose cavity and his mouth um and and his ears and they start like wrenching him down to the ground um and he's screaming um in agony and it looks like it's done quite a bit of damage to him oh man my goodness thanks to sig for the inspiration um uh, did you want to do anything else with your turn? I think you've done pretty, pretty well. I'll leave it at that. Okay, cool. I'll stay where I am. I'm feeling, feeling emboldened. Okay, Baron, what well, you've just sort of seen these things spread out the doorway uh, um, and, and grab a couple of these things. You've heard this red brand screaming in agony. Yeah. Quite horrible. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to cast Ice Knife guy right here 
So I guess that has advantage. He's stuck on the. Uh, yeah, well, he's not going to be able, He's not going to do very well with a deck saving throw. That's for sure. Got a twenty and an eighteen. What's the second rule for? Oh, it's an advantage. Oh, it's an advantage. Isn't, oh, okay. it, isn't he restrained? Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, mm. you've, um, so this is for the the guy that was screaming in agony. Is that right? Uh, yes. Okay, yep. cool. So he's and it does d eight necrotic damage. It's two. Damage. If it hits, a twenty. Yeah, so that that's definitely hit. Two damage. Um, so that hits, and as it hits, he kind of recoils a bit. And you can see some of the vines. Um, he's he's managed to pull on the vines a little bit, and there's just blood uh, that's starting to pour down these these vines that are attached to his to his head. The damage uh, of two from the ice knife, but he also just takes another bit of damage from from the vines at the same time. Um, and his his screaming fills that kind of that room. Um, now, doesn't this ice knife explode? Fascinating. Yes, it does. So both of them have to make a dexterity saving check, which they should be a disadvantage of because of the entangled. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. So the guy in the middle of the room, he doesn't avoid it. And the guy in the front of the room doesn't avoid it either. Does the guy that it hit have to make a dex roll as well? Does it attack him again? Uh, yeah, they both have to make a dex save. Yeah. They don't get two of them. It, it got it got all three of them. They're all being damaged by this as well. Oh no, I only, I only hit two of them. Oh, okay, because cool. it only reaches my feet. So it'll just get these two front ones, and it does ten damage each. Wow. Okay, man. All right. I see bits. Not bad. Do you want to describe what happens? Because both of those guys have have been killed. I'd say maybe a ice knife flies at them freezes their blood and bits of vines and the hard frozen bits explode into himself and his friend. Yeah, nice. And um, damage them, like yeah. shrapnel. Yeah, you can see that the, the vines kind of loosen their grip on the two that have, have died uh, and the one in the doorway kind of just slumps onto the ground and the one that had been sort of penetrated by this thing, it kind of it takes a little bit longer to get these vines out and they're just covered in blood and this thing this guy just drops to the ground as blood just pours um out of every orifice in his head both of oh, those mess. two are, are dead the card game ended badly <laughs> <laughs> um all right and we're back at the top of the order the the red brand in the room is looking absolutely horrified um at what's going on and he's stuck as well he's kind of like trying to struggle um and and he's sort of scream you can hear him just scream out for help getting dicey is an independent podcast so your support means the earth to us check out our twitter at getting dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further we live stream once a week so come check out the homemade costumes overlays and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.